Yeah, so um, let me say this straight off the rip. Combo deserved to die. And he yes. completely brought all this shit on himself. Um, did he though? Yeah. I think they brought it to him, forcing him to go outside of their territory. No. But no. like what he did while he was in that territory let was me, on him. Let me explain a little bit further. This nigga chose. They told him stand on the block. I'll give you that. Walt and Jesse were like, yo, we taking over blocks. I'm a fucking blowfish. You're going to stand on the block. We're going to take it over. That happened. Okay, cool. With that said, he chose to stand on someone else's empty ass block all by himself with no backup. No real weapon. And no real desire to use it. Hmm? I thought he had a gun in his pants. Yeah, he had that little thing. And he had no real desire to use it. Uh, well, he wasn't about to pull that pistol out on that little-ass kid. He pulled that pistol out on those two adults and didn't use it. He's out of bounds, talking shit to a duo that both look like they're about that life. And when talking shit to them doesn't make them run away like you expect them to, you flash your gun at them, but you don't bust it. Now, we're all from areas where the rule is if you pull a gun, you better use the gun. This nigga pulled the gun, flashed it at them. They drove away for like two seconds and then flipped the U-turn and parked right back on the block staring at him. So then this nigga gets scared. And calls up Skinny Pete. After he flashes the gun, he calls up Skinny Pete, who were all aware, didn't even ride on Spooge when Spooge and his wife robbed him. Yeah, what the fuck was Skinny Pete going to do? Exactly. At, at that point, once you're scared, leave. Exactly. You don't have any support, even from the people who are supposed to support you. And again, there's literally zero traffic in the area. This nigga might as well have been slanging in a dead-end alley for all the business he was getting. In a bright-ass white outfit with a little-ass mohawk strip. You are recognizable immediately. Like the cops told Naaman in The Wire, if you're going to slang out here, you might want to get a haircut. Because Combo was standing out like a white head on Lawrence Taylor's forehead. And he wasn't aware of his surroundings at all. Let me get some of that cortisone shits. He, he wasn't aware of his surroundings at all, which is why he didn't get killed by the two dudes that he flashed his gun at. Nope. He got killed by a 12-year-old boy. Shot straight through the huge-ass cup of soda he was drinking with no straw or lid. So his whole face oh. was in the cup whenever he took a gulp. Huh? Why did they play this like comedy? <clears throat> this was the first, one of the first, like the big murder and they played it like a fucking joke. Because that nigga's a joke. Combo was a joke. Like, yo. Yeah, but then they I'm... wanted me to then they wanted me to feel sorry for like Jesse being sad. And I'm like, I just I the just comedy, Adam West Batman get shot. The comedy aspect was when Walt was like, which nigga is that? <laughs> Walt has no regard for any of these niggas. Well, to be fair, I didn't know his name until y'all said it. I mean, until Jesse said it. Combo's dead. Which one is he? <laughs> is he the fat dumb one? Or is he the skinny dumb one? Or is he the curly headed dumb one? Well, they That's already Walt. Know. Well they well they well they know it's not Badger. Because Badger's in Cali. Badger. Yes. After so, they after they after they had to go to Saul to get him out. But Walt is really like, which dumbass is he? Can you point him out in a well, lineup? I'm it is it's only all three of y'all. Like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> but seriously, like I said, this nigga got shot. Because he was so intent on watching these two dudes that he didn't even notice the kid pulling out a gun and shakily aiming at him. Like the kid, 
I partially blame Jesse for this, though. Why? No, it's because Walt. It's Walt. No, it's Walt. No, Jesse put Jesse put Walt in charge of the street shit. No, Walt and put Jesse Walt, in charge Walt of the street Jesse, shit. Yeah, so I mean, Walt put Jesse in charge of the street shit, and Jesse didn't get him no muscle. He didn't get no muscle. No, 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 no. Walt put Jesse in charge of the street shit. Jesse tried to tell him. That this is not how the streets work. We ain't built for this, fam. And that's when he hit him with the blowfish line. Uh huh. And Jesse should have took his ass and got some muscle. From and, who? And his and his nigga should have told him. Jesse's his nigga should have told him that his his lie was busted. Yes. Who's lying? Because because when when Skinny Pete talks to him later, he says. They found out that you didn't do the thing with the ATM like you was claiming credit for. And he was like, why the fuck didn't y'all tell me? And he was like, Because the streets is talking, dog. And you and know what? The streets don't like a fucking liar. The streets don't like a liar and the streets know that they ain't got they ain't got, they ain't got the juice that they say they had. How would mm-hmm. the streets fucking find out that Jesse didn't do it? Because they said they, they said that um, of course the the one who did it actually cop to it, and the only thing that talks quicker than the streets is the prisons. The cracked out woman, cop yeah. to it. Yeah, she cop to it. Because remember, Jesse called the cops on her ass. Yep. Oh. And took took the kid outside, called the cops, and then um, left the kid. Went about the business. Hmm. And this is this is the exact same lie that Walt used to convince him he was the blowfly, blowfish. Turns out he's a blowfly. Yeah, it turns of, out he's not really a blowfish. He's more like Hootie. So yes, this is Walt's fault. Walt told him to expand into areas that weren't theirs. And and Jesse tried to talk him out of it, saying we ain't got it like this, dog. And he said, do that shit anyway. So this is Walt's fault. It's not Jesse. But regardless, the kid shot six times so shakily that Combo could have gotten away. Sure, he would have got killed by the two Mexican dudes on the next block up. But he could have gotten away because the kid had a shaky hand. Little 12 year old didn't want to be there. But Kamba wants to stop and stare at the kid and touch his chest and shit instead of running. I mean, he he, he wasn't going to run very far regardless of whether there was somebody else to shoot him. He was not. Combo was rather portly. He was. <laughs> and them niggas chose the wrong or the right nigga to fuck with because after they killed him, didn't nobody give a fuck. The nigga just like gurgling in the middle of the street, dying as the kid on the bike rides off in one direction and the dudes drove off in the other direction. And if that's how you die, the motherfucker, when you get to hell, you better lie and tell him you got murdered by Tuco's cousins or something. Yeah, and the, the crazy part about it is, like you said, there was absolutely no traffic. And this dude got shot in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. Like and it was, it was New Jack no, City. There's no witnesses. There's no nothing because no one was there. Who are you slinging to, dog? Exactly. Of all the blocks you're going to take over. It also you, looked very much like L.A. Originally, the show was supposed to be um, uh, in L.A., but they couldn't um, they couldn't block out the mountains because they were going to be shooting in New Mexico. Um, they couldn't block out the mountains, so they just changed their location. It was supposed to be an L.A. show. You know what is an LA show? Snowfall. But not this. Welcome to Blood, Meth, and Tears. That's Scar. That's Brandon. I'm Derek. Brandon, how you doing? I'm wonderful. Scar, how you been? Good. You're good out here, dog. So I didn't know that if you had lung cancer, the next step is to get a lobectomy.
That sounds like something that happened in the head. And apparently that shit costs upwards of $200,000 to get done. Like, okay, Skyler should have known something was up when that dude said the price and Walt didn't flinch. Yeah. Not like, at all. She went, what the fuck? She, but she, she and Walt did not flinch at all. Like, not at all. Why, why would you not flinch? That not a drop. Right. That that don't seem right. Something's not right about this. <clears throat> I mean, she was like, "We should talk about this," and he was like, "For what?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are we? Got- what are we talking about, Bob? <laughs> like, for why? For nah. who? For what? You you want to talk now? Nah. Let's do this. Hey, Doc. <laughs> Give me some of that cortisone shit. <laughs> Please. Please. Uh, the other doctor's like, hey, man. Yeah, you safe for now, but if you don't get this done in like three weeks, cancer's going to spread and you going to die. You want that? Is that what you want? We can do that. I just want to know what's going through Walt's head here. Even if he sells the meth and gets uh, half a million dollars, which is what he what they were going to sell it to him for, and he could pay for it, how is he supposed to explain that shit <laughs> to Skyler? Well, remember, Skyler still thinks that uh, that um, that um, the other people are paying for it. No, she doesn't. Because they wrote, remember they called and wrote that letter to her and said that they're not paying for it anymore. And Walt That's explained true. to her That's that true. they broke. <laughs> That's why they just don't want to. Oh, yeah. It. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. You know what? You're right. So, how the fuck are you supposed to explain this shit to Skyler when he shows up for the fucking surgery and is paid for? I got an anonymous donor, some bullshit like that. Yes. That nigga better get on a payment plan and just pay that shit off in little bits. That nigga don't think ahead. He just lie. <laughs> all, all he does is lie. Right? Like, what do you mean the future? Nigga, I got another, another, another anonymous donor. <laughs> Wait, did I already say that I got that one? I got another one. Remember that church we had used to go to? Mm-hmm. They did it. Yeah, they did it. Mm-hmm. Them niggas. Upper Lord Bible Baptist Church of Calvary in Christ. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. Oh, we ain't been there before? I meant to say Kojic. <laughs> Mount Zion. Everybody's got a Mount Zion. It's like Elm Street, nigga. <laughs> but. That's true. This nigga, they're like, hey, we could do it in two weeks. And Walt's like, yeah, that would be great, but my baby's coming. So they're like, all right, cool, we'll do it in four. And that's the whole thing. Skylar's looking at him like, shouldn't we discuss this or something? And Walt's basically like, nigga, it's my life. Don't you forget. So... Walt goes back to school because his burner phone is stuck in the ceiling. And that's when Jesse tells him Hombo's dead. And Walt, being a sound mind and body and realizing that his partner's in mourning, literally gives it a second and a half before he says, which one is he? You know, that whole thing about the uh, having to put the uh, thing off for the baby being born, it sounds like a story that I just heard about Kurt Warner. Have you heard the story about he had, before he before he got picked up um, by the Rams, he had a call to do for the, uh, for the Bears. Mm-hmm. Bears called him, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to go do the thing. And his wife was like, you do realize that that's, we're, we're getting married that day, right? Went, oh shit. So he calls him back, reschedules for the week after. It was like, we're going on a honeymoon to Jamaica, nigga. What are you doing? 
And then he calls him back and he reschedules again. And then <laughs> after the honeymoon, he comes back and his elbow, his right elbow is swollen. Apparently he got bit by some sort of spider or some shit like that. And he's just like, I can't keep calling him back and rescheduling. So I'm just going to have to let this go. So he could have been on with the, he could have been on with the bears. He had to try out. And all, this shit just kept coming up every time he rescheduled. It was like, you know, we have this thing do, to do, right? I'm not mad that he didn't go with the Bears, though, because the Bears, I don't think that would have been the best fit in the world for him. No, no it I mean, worked out perfectly. Yeah, it worked, worked out perfectly for him. Glad y'all agree with me. Shout, shout out to Kurt Warner, who actually got to be quarterback with gloves on. Okay. Later. Not later. Later. Yeah, later. He did. My man quarterback with gloves on both hands. Damn, that is true. I don't even think about this shit, ladies and gentlemen. These two nerds. So did Big Ben. So no, I literally just heard I literally just heard Kurt Warner tell this story on a podcast like two days ago. No, Big Ben wore gloves because of evidence. Okay, <laughs> had your fingerprints on this shit. Mm-hmm. But I think I thought Big Ben only wore one on his offhand. No, he wore it on his throwing hand. Okay. Teddy Bridgewater wears two too. I had a tat I wanted a tattoo and said I got a tutu. I got a tutu too. Where are you wearing your tutu? It's from a book that I read a long time ago called Sideways Stories from Wayside School. I'd rock a tutu. If I had to for dance and I wanted to dance, I'd rock a tutu. And I don't think I care too, too much either. Like wacky D. Nah, dog. Nah, dog. Like, it was like, the, you know, because you got to wear the tights and stuff under it. Like, I'm a nuts all out and shit. No, thank you. I'm good. Wacky D was wearing pretty much tights in a tutu. Yeah. Wacky D was wearing it. Did I mention, though, that I can dance? Well, wacky D. In the house, I can't. I, I gotta say the whole thing whenever I hear that shit. Sorry, but yeah, Walt's pretty much like you have to identify him at the morgue, bro. Because for you, today was one of the worst days of your life. But for Heisenberg, it's Wednesday, <laughs> and so Skinny Pete tells Jesse about how some dudes were mad dogging combo. And Combo called him and told him. And Skinny Pete didn't do nothing. But instead is like asking the logical question of why'd you make us go into that new neighborhood anyway? Exactly. Walt. Why are you sending niggas off to die? More Walt. or less. And Jesse's like, uh. Walt, I guess. I'm, I'm going to say it was Walt. Okay. We can say that. Walt. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, Walt did that. That's that's why. But Jesse's really like, I'm going I'm to make good for Combo's family. Like, are you talking about Combo's mom? Anyhow, Jesse's pretty much like, I don't know. I do not know why this happened. And I believe it because Walt is living a life that's so frivolous that he doesn't even know what he's talking about 40% of the time when it comes to this gangster shit. Nope. Jesse is literally following... hmm? Jesse tried to teach him this gangster shit and it's the motherfucking things he get. Like, this is... I just heard that song on um, Grand Theft Auto. But um, it's on one of the radio stations. West Coast Classics. Um, But, like, Jesse tried to tell him this. But he don't give a fuck about none of this. All he wants to do is just make this money. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I mean, honestly, Jesse is literally following this nigga into a ditch because Walt can't read a map and can't see the signs, but doesn't want to ask anybody else for help. Because anybody named Mama could have told you, hey, before you take over a neighborhood, it might be prudent for you to, I don't know, go look at the fucking neighborhood. Right. Go see who runs that shit first. 
See if it's the safest thing for you and your group. If it's not, don't do it. Does that make sense to you, Walt? It makes sense to everybody except Walt. He don't give a fuck about none of this. Mm-hmm. He only wants that bread. That's it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so Skinny tells Jesse to a combo dead in Badgerland, Lauren, California. I'm on probation, bro. That's all he told him. Like, but, that's, but the truth of the matter is, how much are you gonna sell if you only got one person out there selling with no backup? Mm-hmm. Don't matter. I'm on probation, bro. Listen to me when I say this to you, Walt. Listen to me when I say this, Jesse. What happened to the whole thing where they were supposed to get people to work under them? That's supposed to be Jesse's job. No, Jesse told them that they were supposed to get people to work under them. And then they kick the money back up to Jesse and they keep their they keep their peace and then they kick the money back up to Jesse. Yeah, That's but they're stupid. They're stupid to an exponent just like fucking Jesse is. No, every, no, no. Every every time down you go up an exponent in stupidity. Yeah, and 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 like the whole Badger thing, the reason why Badger was arrested was him just being stupid. Yes, just being stupid. Because he That's knew what? that dude was a cop. He knew it. And he let him convince him that he wasn't. Yeah, that was just dumb. Taught me into believing that you're not a cop, cop. <laughs> He did say that stupid shit. Hey, don't 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 walk away from me. Don't give up so easily, cop. Y'all, y'all some quitters, cop. Let me say it into your wire, cop. So then the brown van over there and the flower truck over there can hear me. You give up too easily. Come back, come back, come back, come back. Here, here's my hands. Handcuff me. More or less. Stupid. Real stupid. Whole group is stupid. Walt's right in that regard. The whole group is stupid. I wouldn't be working with them niggas. But Walt's stupid in his own right. So the fuck do you want me to do, Bob? Right. But then, on top of everything else, Skinny tells Jesse, hey, man. Everybody knows you didn't kill that dude. We just didn't tell you. That's some information that he should have known. Before he walks out there on street cred that he ain't got. Exactly. And, I mean, honestly, like we said, being branded a liar is fucking dangerous. And the streets? Super dangerous. That's dangerous shit to be dealing with. And to not tell me, what kind of a friend are you? But Walt and Jesse are like, okay, let's go to part two. They go to Saul. And Walt tells Saul they had a little setback. And he asks Jesse what he thinks they should call it. And Jesse's like, we should call it your fucking fault, which is 100% accurate. 100%. But Walt ain't got no, ain't nobody got time for that. Fuck you. Walt's like, don't lay that shit on me, which is such an old white hippie phrase to use don't lay that trip on me man that's right tell him walt it's not my fault what's his name got wasted man you gotta relax man you're in charge of distribution man that's what walt sounds like that whole thing he literally sounds like michael jackson why you wanna trip on me (laughs) And then start sputtering. Do you get me? Do you remember? Everybody just stop. I still say Dangerous is one of Michael Jackson's greatest songs, our greatest records. Made in Virginia Beach. What? Yeah. Yeah. The the album was made in Virginia Beach. Yep. Yep. Michael Jackson actually stayed somewhere in Virginia Beach for the whole making of the Dangerous album because Teddy Riley did the whole thing in Future Studios. Then Future Studios burnt down and then. You know, it's not here anymore, but absolutely that 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 album was made in Virginia Beach. 
do you remember, girl? On the roof, up in flames, till dawn, till three, burn to the ground, girl. And then I used to I used to work for I used to work for public storage, and um, the guy who was like the the big boss, the locally, um, that was one of his one of his greatest claims to fame is he sold the shit from he sold the shit in an auction from Future Studios. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Niggas got niggas. Put it in storage and ain't pay the bill. Saul tells him, niggas, yo, stop your whining. Stop the arguing. Tell me what's going on. Niggas Walt- die every day, B. More or less. That's pretty much <laughs> what he says. Like, Walt tells him about combo and the fallout, and Saul's like, hey, can the cops trace it back to y'all? And Walt's like, no. And Saul's like, so you're good. And Walt's like, and my cabs are getting better. And Saul's like, that's great. <laughs> but you, Jesse, you need to charge combo to the fucking game. Cause niggas die every day, B. Exactly. <laughs> He's, he called that shit an occupational hazard. <laughs> Saul is like, what the fuck you mad for, dog? You ain't in jail. You ain't dead. That nigga was legitimately stupid. It was bound to happen. Right. Read what's on the board above my head, Jesse. Uh, that says N-words die every day, B. You're goddamn right. What are we doing? Then he's like, hey. You know what? Fuck that shit. How's the inventory looking? And Jesse, not calmly, morosely tells him, we have 38.5 pounds of meth. No, 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 no. 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 He, no, said, no. We got he says that he says he says 30. He's uh, how's your inventory? 38 and some 38. What ounces? Grams? Pounds? And he's like, whoa. Yeah. Jesse tells him morosely 38 pounds. And Saul's like, you should have led with that, nigga. Like, y'all are good. What are we sad about again? <laughs> he went full Sam Jackson. Shit, nigga, that's all you had to say. Right? <laughs> what are we mad about? What? What's the, what? It's, Combo. It's, uh, apparently, the the Walt said, you said make the hay while the sun shines. Saul says, guys, why the long faces? You're sitting on a gold mine. And Walt says a gold mine we cannot sell. And that's when, yeah, I know a guy. I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. Let me introduce you to the guy. He's a fucking man. He's a businessman just like you. Been doing it for twenty years without ever getting caught. Because Walt's like, we don't need to be. Well, Saul's like, let me be honest with y'all. Y'all niggas suck at selling meth, okay? You're really fucking bad at it, and you need to step the fuck back. And Walt's like, we're not going to entrust our shit to some Tuco type. And Saul's like, the fuck do I look like, dog? You know, <laughs> I, I'm wondering who the guy was, because he said, I know a guy who knows another guy. Now that I'm watching Better Call Saul, I'm wondering who that guy is. It can only be one of two people at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if it was one of those two people, because both of those people are involved with Gus. Mm-hmm. So. so he's like, y'all need somebody who sees meth not as the end all and be all, but just as a fucking business commodity. Which yeah. I could definitely see the difference between Tuco, who's getting high off his own supply, and a nigga who looks at meth as just Another way to make money. Yeah, as a product. Mm-hmm. So he said he's been doing it for 20 years without ever getting caught. So I'm gonna set up a meeting with the guy who knows the guy who knows the guy. You know, the man sitting next to the man, sitting next I knew to the that's man. Where you were going. I knew exactly where sitting you next to the goddamn man. I knew that's exactly where you were going with that. 
Well, you should. I mean, the nigga Piccolo player was a motherfucker. Like, did you see on Twitter Jack A. Harry turned uh, sixty-seven? She looks really great for sixty-seven, bro. She's only sixty-seven. That's all. She she turned sixty-seven, and then somebody quote tweeted it and said. Uh, she was, somebody said, "Happy birthday! You look fantastic. Do you want to get to sixty-eight? And I owe you one. I said that sounds like something Rashadi would say on the podcast. I would try it. <laughs> I would definitely try it. Hey, girl, want to meet my homeboy, Dick Game Fantastic? <laughs> 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 so." Walt asked what the Johnson. Hmm. I think it happened is Johnson. Ah, shout out to my guy Jay. Still trying to break hips from coast to coast. So Walt asked what the guy's name is. And and Saul's like he has no fucking idea. Just the guy's low profile and 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 honestly reminds him a little bit of Walt. Keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. Jesse and Jane are watching TV, and Jesse's like, hey, you got to go to fuck home. He's like, there's some stuff about me that you don't know. And Jane's like, oh, like you're a drug dealer? You know, because you pay for all your stuff in cash and you use an alias. He's like, all right, whatever. Well, one of my homeboys, and I know his name. I know his real name. His name is Combo. I know his name. My partner doesn't, but I know his name because he's important to me. But he died because I put him on the block. It was all my fault. And so... I'm about to smoke the sadness out of my soul with the help of meth. So you got to go. Of course, Jessica Jones knows who the fuck she is. She's an investigator. So you got to go. And she's like, yo, you can. You can come to the program with me. And he's like, why the fuck would I do that? No meetings, no capes. And she's like, (laughs) well, we could just go somewhere and get out of here. You know? Until you're not sad anymore. And he's like, that won't help. The only thing that'll help is meth. I have killed. I have killed before. I've killed violently. I must seek Buddha. I must seek peace. You must seek therapy. That's that's what I would have said on the end of that. See, that's that's half-baked, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, but she's like, you ain't got to do that. And he's like, yeah, the fuck I do. You still need to get the fuck out. So he walks to the back room and she heads to the front door, but she hesitates as she puts her hand on the doorknob. And she turns around and walks back into the bedroom with him and the meth. Hey, you get off my cloud. You don't know me. and You don't know my style. (laughs) Patty cake, patty cake. Hey, the method. Why was that rock? They were smoking black. I don't smoke. I couldn't tell you. I thought so, the meth they were making was blue. I I don't know if he's getting high off his own supply, sir, to be honest with you. One hundred percent honest. I, I do not know. Jene Saqua. So Walt is at Los Polos Hermanos waiting for the guy he's supposed to meet, but no one stands out as a big time drug dealer. And Jesse comes in looking hungover like fuck off of fucking meth. I didn't know you could look hungover off meth, but I guess, you know, you see enough meth users, you start to recognize the faces. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, he comes in and he's like, where's the kingpin at? And Walt's like, I don't fucking know. Jesse's like, do you even know the dude's name? And Walt's like, no. Jesse's like, that's the shit I don't like. Uh, because the dealer knows our name and what we look like, but we don't know anything about him. And Walt tells Jesse, to, hey, just go get you some food. And Jesse's like, why? So we could both sit around with our Happy Meals looking like a couple of chumps? Fuck you, dog. I'm out. And he gets up and he dips out. They never see the guy. By the way, I don't I don't know if the listeners know that they they don't see him at this point in time as of yet. Well, they see him, but they don't know it's him. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know evil when they see it. Evil. 
It's it's gonna be evil. We'll get to it. Is Gus evil? The answer is clearly, sinisterly, yes. That nigga's a sociopath who's really good at his job. Super good. Like, really good. Like, if you walk into a, a police department, you would never recognize Gus. You just be like, yo, there goes the owner of that chicken joint that I like. Which, by the way, them niggas were wrecking his chicken. Apparently, it's really good. Right? Because that Mexican dude had his whole face in the fucking plate. Just like, yuck. They was like, hey, we need you to act like this is good. And he was like, say less. I'm going to do this job, and I'm going to do great. Hey, y'all taste this fucking chicken? Why didn't anybody tell me the chicken was fucking good? I should slap the shit out of you. (laughs) That was that nigga with the chicken. So, anyhow, we go to Skylar's ultrasound. And we find out that she might have to get a C-section. So they schedule her ultrasound for the following week. Walt's there. Late. I don't know why you'd be late, because the stuff they put on the stomach for the ultrasound is literally the best lube, and I said too much. (laughs) But after the appointment, Skylar tells Walter she has to go pick up a cake, and she goes back to work for Ted's birthday party. This shit here. Yeah. Don't like it. Yeah. Bang, bang. <laughs> Jesse goes back home and we see that shit has progressed very rapidly. The apartment is littered with empty beer bottles and he walks into the bedroom where Jane is sleeping and he's like, hey, baby, get up. We should go for a drive. And she gets up and puts a meth pipe into her mouth. I guess I'm just like that escalated rapidly. Well, they said she was an addict, so once she got right back into it, it's a wreck. But I mean, she's she's a horse addict, though. The slippery slope that she went down was very quick. Super quick. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, she might not, she might be an addict, cool, but she's really like into it. Anyhow. Um, Ted has his birthday party at work. It's a surprise party. He's surprised. He also convinces Skylar to do the thing because it's his birthday. Yeah, this is this is such a violation. Do the thing with your mouth. And the thing that she does with her mouth is she sings to him the Marilyn Monroe version of Happy Birthday, Mr. President. And nobody's worded out by that. (laughs) Nobody's looking at her and him like, what the fuck is this shit? None of them. Everybody just clapping and happy and shit. I was weirded out by it. I felt like calling Walt. I didn't like the way that shit turned out. So is this why people don't like Skylar? I say this is uh, the only thing they really got to stand on is the relationship that she builds with Ted. I say, um, I say Ted is the personally, I believe Ted is the only thing that she actually did wrong. Mm -hmm. Very much so. I agree wholeheartedly. Everything else she was pretty much right about, but we don't like her because she's against the person that we like. So Walt calls Saul and he's like, yo, the dude never showed. And Saul's like, according to my contact, he was there, but y'all fucked up somehow. Y'all have one shot and now it's a no-go. And he says, 
my guy's very cautious about who he does business with. He's skittish like a deer. Walter asked him to call the man back, but Saul says, you only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. Saul will check in on another high-level dealer, but he doesn't know of anyone else who can handle such high volume. Y'all fucked up. You did it to yourselves. You know you done fucked up, right? You know you done fucked up, don't you? So, Walt goes back. Because ain't nobody going to tell Walt no. Fuck no. You know who the fuck I use? I'm Walt, bitch. Anyhow, Walt goes back and he sits at the restaurant for most of the rest of that day watching everybody. And near closing time, he focuses on the conservative looking manager who briefly checked on him and Jesse the day before. Walter goes to the counter and asks for a Diet Coke in five minutes of the guy's time. And the man initially pretends to not know what Walter's talking about. But then he confesses that Jesse being high as fuck is a fucking red flag, which I agree with wholeheartedly. If I'm not in business with you yet and I'm watching and your high ass partner comes in, I ain't going out there. Hell no. Nigga, why? <laughs> Nigga, I ain't going out there if I look out the door and you look like a little bit drunk. And, and Saul fucked him up. Because he told him his name was Walter White, not Heisenberg. Because yeah. he says Mr. White. Yeah. But I mean, Saul, don't, Saul ain't going to call this nigga Heisenberg. I don't know. He could be a Heisenberg. <laughs> not to Gus. Gus don't need his help. Walt needs his help. You ain't coming no, out with no high and mighty ass Heisenberg name. He knows that's no, a street I'm... name. He had to have heard it at some point. If he's if he's uh, distributing meth throughout New Mexico and throughout the the area around it, he has to know who Heisenberg is. He just don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. That's like me coming up to you and being like, "Yo, my name's Rashani," and you're like, "So." I'm also, here to see Derek Jones. But also, Saul. Did all of the research and had a private investigator to figure out who Walt was in the first place. So he knows everything. He knows everything about this situation right now. Because he went to go see him at school. I know. I'm saying, why didn't he tell Gus his name was Heisenberg? Why didn't he tell him his real name? Nigga, why? If you skittish, like I'm, if you as skittish as he say that he is, nah, dog. I'm gonna tell you straight up. I'm gonna tell you all the information that I think that you need to know in order so that you can figure out whether you need to work. Because if you if 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 I make this work, I get a percentage. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna tell you everything that 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 I think that you can want to know. So, yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him for telling him everything. Shit, I'm telling him everything. Because when it's all said and done, also, also, Saul gets a percentage of this money. I'm trying to make sure everything work out. That's literally what I just said. Oh, sorry. I just like saying shmoney. I can't do the dance either. (laughs) I get caught. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, he says Jesse, what Jesse does, and 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 him being late doesn't work. And Walter's like, "Hey, man, once you hit my shit, you won't even care about Jesse, my nigga." Jesse does what I tell him to do, and he's trustworthy because I tell him to be trustworthy. And Gus tells him, "Never trust a drug addict, dog." That's a good point. Right? Never trust a drug addict. And so Jesse Gus was is doing like, good for a little while though. He was, he was doing, doing good. good. I think he was, he was doing, doing good until Combo got killed, till Combo got hit with that Wombo combo. 
Are you serious? That nigga got here with a wombo. That nigga got here with the ultra combo. <laughs> that nigga got here with the foe for foe. I hate you. Pizza and a biscuit. <laughs> oh, those are all the combos I know. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. How the fuck you come up with a nickname like Combo anyway? Because he probably eat combos. About two number nines. Um, that's what I'm thinking. I don't think it's them little chips. I think it's like real combos. That nigga eat two superstar meals a day. My, my man order. My man order like big smoke. So Skyler points out to Ted that his daddy has some accounting discrepancies, at least Ted Bland's daddy. He's like, hey, you know my daddy was forgetful as shit. He just be doing handshake deals and shit. You know how it go. He be doing that. I don't know nothing about that shit, though. I ain't about that life. Well, on the second thought, you know, I've been cooking the numbers. I've been cooking the books uh, to try and keep the company afloat. <laughs> he was just trying, it's a family. He just want to help his family out, Rashani. Yeah, he's just like Walt. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I won't turn you in, but I can't be a part of breaking the law. And she walks to the door and he's like, <clears throat> I don't want you to go. What's that? I mean, I wouldn't want her to go either. She knows that I've been embezzling. <laughs> it's like, nigga, what? Like, this ain't a love thing. Like, I need you to sit down while I tie you to this fucking chair. You know too much. Would you like some tea? Um, we go back to Jesse's house. We find out he didn't make the combo's funeral, which is understandable. I don't do funerals. Just want to let y'all know. Don't don't die before me. Otherwise, you won't meet me there. I'm not going to your funeral. I like to remember you as you are when you were alive and vibrant. But Jane comes in and sees him looking all morose and shit. And is like, you know what you need right now? You need some of that cortisone shit. Wait, no. She pulls out the white horse. Right. Which is, this escalated hella quick. I mean, I know meth is some fucked up shit, but there's levels to this as far as I know about the drug game. Like my thing is, what like, was she under contract, and she, they had to, they, they had to like speed through her story because it escalated hella quick. For real. Like, this is what two days? Or are we on Tony Braxton level, and this has been seven whole days? <sighs> because I know one thing about white people; they are really quick with funerals. Black okay. folks. Take about two weeks to get a funeral done. Because first you got to do the car wash. Well, first you got to do the the candlelight vigil in front of wherever the nigga got killed at. Y'all can go ahead and tell me if I'm wrong in any part of this. So first the candlelight vigil where all the teenage members of the family and all the teenagers' friends come out and do shit on Instagram. (laughs) Then for the next two days, they do car washes, usually Saturday and Sunday. They might sell plates. Was about combo two, white? 
We don't know what the fuck combo was. <laughs> About two days later, they might have enough for a coffin. Because them motherfuckers is really expensive, honestly. They usually will bury the nigga or have the pastor at the grandmama's church do the service. Damn, they, combo, the, the guy who played Combo, his IMDb page is sparse. He's only played in three things. He played dead. Um, <laughs> one of the things the pastor is going to do since he doesn't know anybody in the church other than the grandmama is tell all the young folks about how they're sinners and need to come to his church to get right with Jesus. That sounds about right. For all y'all who don't go to church, let me let you know, a funeral is a pastor's Super Bowl. Christmas, Easter funerals. That's my time to shine. Then they go out to the plot Pastor talks for another hour or so. They bury the nigga. Then they go back to Big Mama's house and eat some Popeye's chicken at the repast. Oh, I'm sorry. They also have a wake before they have the funeral where you can go into a room and look at the nigga's dead body while Take Me to the King plays in the background. That's the wake. That's the wake. And that's an all-day ticket in itself. Because first they want the mama to get to spend time alone with her baby. Then they let everybody else come in. White folks, though, apparently they do their shit in two days, and I'm impressed. Man, let me tell you. I went to a white funeral once. <laughs> that shit was different, different. They They did a whole thing in the funeral home with an open casket of the person like right there, but they're all just talking and just having a good old time. It just seemed like a normal thing until everybody who wasn't family had to go. And then that's when everybody started crying and shit after the fact. But I had to stick around because I was with one of the people who was connected to that person. So 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 everybody is perfectly fine until they make everybody else get the fuck out and now everybody else now now the family is in there falling the fuck apart but previous to that we're all just sitting around just kind of talking normal shit with a dead body right over there open casket it was the weirdest fucking thing i've ever experienced in my life did anyone try and crawl into the coffin Nope. There were no take me lords or nothing. Why? <laughs> it should have been me. This shit just got like at one point, it shit just got real somber. And it got like people started crying and shit, and it got real bad. But other than that, nobody saying no Mary J. Blige? Nope. <laughs> No, nobody's saying uh, Drew Hill. We were five steps from eternity. <laughs> Come on now, don't do that. Actually, the song I hear most often is uh, "Sam Cooks." A change is gonna come. These, yeah, these are white people. Okay, so for white people, now it was it was it was one hundred percent amazing. Grace was like their jam. And don't don't ever and if you make it to my funeral, do not let a motherfucker speak a word of amazing grace at my funeral. Okay. Cause you know what kind of motherfucker you gotta be to be a wretch. Yes. I wish a motherfucker would call me a wretch. Wretch? That's all you gotta say. You gotta say it like that, or else you can say it with a deep voice, wretch. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm good on all that. Punk ass wretch. So, yeah. Skylar pulls into the parking lot at work, and Ted's watching her through her window. Mm, they getting closer to close. They don't even know. He's like, 
he's looking at her out the window like, I sing your face soft ways inside my mind. Nah, this nigga did everything but the Birdman hand rub. Like, like he did everything but, like, yeah. Hello. <laughs> won't be long now. He was like, won't be long now. I'm going to get that ass. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting there before them six weeks is up. I've, I've decided I'm going to ride it. You don't want to fuck with me. So, Walt gets a text and reads Polos. Poyos, sorry. He rushes to the restaurant, and the lady manager tells him the man he spoke with was Gus who owns 14 Los Pollos locations in several states. And she's like, there's no way for you to contact him. Walt's going back out to the car with the sad Peanuts music playing in the background when a man sets in front of him and says, 38 pounds, $1.2 million. And the man gives him a location that says, if you can't have your drugs there in one hour, don't show your face in here, not never again. Walt speeds off in his car while trying to get Jesse on the phone. Meanwhile, Skylar begins to have contractions. It's go time. It's go time. This was so convenient. It's go time. But, you know, Walt ignores the call from Skylar because he has a call of duty that he has to take care of. And so... He speeds over to Jesse's place and is knocking on the door, but Jesse's not answering. So he has to break the back door to get in. And he dumps water on the barely conscious Jesse and gets him to mumble that the drugs are under the kitchen sink. And Jesse wisely, I mean, before the, the, the heroin, but wisely had made a little compartment where he was stashing the drugs. And as Walt loads all the meth bags into a trash bag, he gets a text from Skylar that says, baby coming. And he says to himself, no, not now. And he pauses for a few seconds. Then, you know, he gets the fuck up and leaves out of Jesse's front door. I bet you ain't going to Skylar. That money is too important. He's got to take care of his family, man. Family is everything. That's what uh nigga from fucking Fast and the Furious said. It's all about family. That's a tough choice. What? Tough choice for Get money or see your baby born? Get a million dollars or be late to your baby being born. No, I'm I'm not even mad at Walt. Like, I'm going to sell this meth. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that's a tough choice. Nigga, you can be mad at me later. I'm going to go sell this meth. For real. Like, what exactly are you upset about? Cause well, you can only do that if you're telling the truth. Um, uh, certainly, certainly, that's that's accurate. That's very accurate. I'm right there with you. But you know what? I'm gonna sell this meth. Yep. Hey, Marie, I'm stuck in the bathroom. Got the Dukes. Can you stay with Skylar until I get there? Let her know I'm on my way. But just stay with her. And then I'm going to go sell this meth. And he ignored the call, so he could have came up with a better lie. He had time he, to come up with a better lie. Yeah, when he, he could have been working on his lie. You right, you right, you right, you right, you right. But still. I ain't going to see that baby without an empty bag and a full bag. This nigga said, don't come around no more. And the way he said it was so fucking gangster, chillingly gangster. Like you sending a third party to come up to me and be like, hey, you got this time. If you don't get it done, don't come around here no more. Nigga, I'm going. If someone came up to me and said, hey, man, there's a concert around the corner in 45 minutes. 
I don't even like them like that. I'm a go. I like a good mystery. And this is what he's worked for all this time. Yep. It's a culmination it, of everything. Not just a culmination of everything, but what I'm saying is he literally talked the guy who was untalkable into giving him another chance. Mm-hmm. Just based on his own pride, he had to see this through. And Jesse let him down being high. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to go and help you until I got high. <laughs> you know, that nigga got. That, that's the thing about the cops. That's what you're about to mm-hmm. say. That shit is hilarious. Made a whole ass song about it. And then the cops sued him. Because he made a whole ass song about it. Yep. But yeah, no, I'm not mad at Walt about this decision one bit. The baby gonna come regardless. That's really it. The baby's coming regardless of what I do or don't do. So. Hey, walk it off. Baby's now got a college fund. Our son has a college fund. We ain't got to worry about shit. Like nothing. This is New Mexico in 2009. Nigga, that million's going to set us right for a little while. And guess what? I'm in business with the dude. It ain't stopping at a million. And you wanted me to see a baby get born? You better get video. Brandon, let me tell you something. When babies are born, women shit all over the bed. I'm going to get a million dollars. I'll be back. I wanted to be there for mine, but I got bumped. I was there. I was there for Bella and for Devin. Two out of two. Lots of poo. Because you think you're pushing out the baby, but you ain't. Not at first. You push so there's nothing left to give, and then you push some more. That's what they say. They also tell you don't eat. But, I mean, how the fuck do you know when you're going to go into labor? Anyhow, Brandon, you got anything? Nope. Scar, you got anything? I'm still working on the website revamp. Um, so that's coming out. More details when it's done. Oh, details. Oh, details. Those details. 916-633-1537. Return to Oswald at gmail.com. Uh, Scar is on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brand is on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B-L-K. I'm on Twitter at Rashani. Or Ratchet Book Club. I haven't done an episode in so long. Like, I'm doing a book right now, y'all, and it's literally broke me. Like, I I would love to do an episode, but in order to do an episode, I got to get through this fucking book. And, Brandon, did I tell you? Quan Mills threatened to sue your boy. No, he didn't. He absolutely did. (laughs) Absolutely did. (laughs) Quan Mills he, he posted he posted a, he posted a picture of it. Quan Mills threatened to sue your boy if I don't take all of his books off a of Ratchet Book Club. So I was like, nigga, I don't read them, and the people who need to listen to him listen to him already. I'm gonna take him down and not give a shit. But yep, that happened. That was fun. Told Nisha she laughed. I laughed. A couple days later, apparently the nigga went on TikTok to prove that he's not a white man. What? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. But you can leave a review for the show on Patreon. Or no, you can leave a review for the show on Spotify. It takes like 13 seconds. You can also leave a review for the show on Podchaser. Copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. And then copy and paste that into the Apple Podcast app. 
You could donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast. Or you could donate to the show at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast. You can buy us a drink. Or you can go to the uh, Good Pods app and leave a tip in the tip jar. And then just a tip. Joe, I love you, but you always do the just a tip part a little bit too low, which is adorable. But when we have you back on again, we're going to get it right. Third time. I, I, I lean in. I lean in a little bit for the whisper. That's all right. We're going to get Joe right. Yeah, we're going to get him right. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly do appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. Simulcast.